What's up, y'all? It's Kavya, and welcome back to the 29th episode of Women on the Mic. Today, I'm so, so grateful to have Batuli Kamara, professional basketball player, UConn grad, and CEO of Wake, join me today. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. So, how's the start of 2021 been for you? The start of 2021 has definitely been interesting, to say the least, but for me, it's gone really well. There were a few goals that I set out to achieve. I always loved to do a vision board and, and mm-hmm. goal setting at the beginning of the year and to, to watch some of those stuff um, come to life has been really, really rewarding for me. That's awesome. Um, you know, I want to jump right in and talk about your sports journey. Growing up, how did you get involved in sports and basketball? Absolutely. So I started playing basketball at the age of 12 years old. And, you know, sometimes I think back and there were just so many factors that led me to playing the game. I sometimes think it was my height and mm-hmm. I, I had such a, a fast growth spurt at such an early age. And I also feel like it was my surroundings and having a lot of outdoor courts available to me growing up in New York City and yeah. having a lot of basketball culture that's been that influenced me at a young age. Uh, in addition to that, I would say once I was introduced to the game, what made me fall in love with the game was my amazing mentor, um, who's still my mentor today, Shanae Jones, and my first coach and my team who became my sisters. And early on, that made me fall in love with the game and, and was a great introduction for me. Yeah, definitely. That team sport aspect, it makes it so easy to fall in love with the game. Um, you know, I want to focus a lot on your nonprofit, but UConn was such a pivotal part of your journey. Do you have a favorite UConn memory, maybe in the locker room or like a game you won? There are so many memories to name. And now that I've had probably over, it's coming to a year now to reflect on that, mm-hmm. there are so many to name. But one moment that was really special to me was having my worlds collide on senior day. Yeah. That was a moment to share with the fans, with my coaches, with my teammates, and most importantly, my family mentors and, and my friends and, and young girls who I I look up to. You know, they may look up to me, but I look up to them. And to have that moment and, and to share it with them was really, really special for me and something that I'll remember forever. Yeah, the UConn fan base and the program is, is such a special one. And, um, you know, I, I love watching them, especially this year with, you know, they have a really good freshman in Paige, and then even next year they're going to get – um, AZ, so it's going to be so awesome to watch. Um, Absolutely. Wake is such a huge part of your story and, you know, what you do now, and it's so inspirational to me. I was first wondering if you could briefly talk about what it is and why you decided to start it. Absolutely. Wake, Women and Kids Empowerment, um, which is what stands for Wake, is a nonprofit I started back in 2017. We work to educate, equip, and empower young girls through education, sport, and social entrepreneurship programming. And that was something that was really important to me. And and it started after a visit in 2017. I'm a first-generation Guinean, so Mm -hmm. I feel like I always grew up with a spirit of of service and wanting to give in Mm -hmm. to my community and knowing, you know, where I was from and how my parents explained that to me at a young age. And so once I had the opportunity to go in 2017 and to be able to surround myself and have girls who wanted to play the game and were were inspired by my journey and and I wanted to provide access opportunities and, and and resources for them to do the same because I know how sport transformed my life. Yeah, and uh, totally. I mean, what are some pieces of advice you provide girls in Wake, you know, outside of basketball with respect to education, self-care, leadership? 
that's one thing that I love about basketball is that you're able to teach transferable skills through the game. So Mm -hmm. the biggest thing that we work to teach our girls is self-actualization. We're getting to know more about yourself. And I feel like once we know more about myself, we're more about ourselves, we're able to become better leaders, um, better teammates together on a team, and also become more empathetic to others and sharing their stories and, and being you know, better listeners. So for us, self-actualization is really, really important for us early on and in, in getting the girls to get to know more about themselves. And that's one piece of advice I always say. You're on a journey with yourself the longest. You're going to have the longest relationship with yourself, and it's better to get to know yourself because once you can do that, you can continuously improve. And that's what it's about, improving every day and everything that you do and putting your best foot forward. Absolutely. I love that. Um, You know, I know you mentioned you went to India to coach some girls there, and you've traveled many places for Wake. Um, And in many places, you know, girls drop out of school early or – um, there's just kind of one path or role for women in that society. How do you think sports has the ability to change their trajectories? You know, why is it important to get young girls involved in sport? I think it's extremely important to get young girls in sport because they build so many transferable skills. You know, as we mentioned before, learning how to work together on a team, learning to be resilient and learning to reclaim their body and to know that they are more than what society may tell them. They are more than uh, their motherhood. They are more than their work. Um, and, and even if education may not, may not be something to them, you can learn so much through sport that's invaluable. And being able to provide resources and using sport as a vehicle towards education is most important. But for, for so many young girls, the ability to play sport changes the trajectory of their life because now they move in life with confidence. Um, they have a higher sense of themselves and, and they earn and learn more leadership skills. There's It wasn't recent, but something that I love, it was a quote about how many women CEOs there are and mm-hmm. how many of them played sport. And it was an awesome statistic. And they all talk about the transferable skills that they learned through sport and that has carried throughout throughout their lives. And for me, I can only speak firsthand to say what sport has done for me um, to be able to receive a, an education on a scholarship was something that was an absolute dream for me mm-hmm. and something where, you know, I tell my girls, my mother would never be able to pay for college like that, especially four years at an institution. And so that has allowed me to, to gain an amazing college degree Um you know, without having student loans. And I think that's really, really important, um, especially from from my background and how I grew up. Absolutely. Um, you mentioned uh, you went to India, and I'm really interested in that because a lot of my family's from there, and, you know, I've been there before. Uh, what was that experience like? What, how was it like coaching the girls? I absolutely loved my trip to India, and it was actually one of my first, and a place where I, I think I really grew in a beautiful way, those girls taught me so much about building community. You know, they would go to and from the court and, and to and from, you know, one another's house. And if anyone opposed, you know, what they were doing or what they were wearing, they were saying, we're, we're doing positive things and we just want the best. And this is not changing who we are, um, but enhancing us in, in a great way. And so I learned so much from that experience. And when I was there for a month, it consisted of, you know, day-to-day programming and basketball camps and clinics mm-hmm. and as well as extra 
extracurricular activities, which they do an amazing job of, and really connecting kids with their resources and local resources uh, to, to gain, again, more transferable skills that they can actually use. And some of the kids who may not go on to university now have higher paying jobs and are making anywhere, you know, double or triple from yeah. their, their income, you know, their household income just by a skill that they've learned that was connected through sport. Yeah, I mean, sports is such a huge platform for teaching all these transferable skills. Like you said, it's it's so valuable. I know you wrote a book as well called A Basketball Game on Wake Street. What was the inspiration behind the book? And, you know, what do you hope young girls or people who read it learn? A Basketball Game on Wake Street is a book that the world last year, about two years ago, and it was one of those moments where after my flight, I just having an overwhelming feeling of gratitude and the ability to experience sport on a different level. And at a young age, I loved reading books because I loved having the ability to travel, you know, right in my seat and feel like you've been in a different world. Just after reading a book, you're like, wow, that was incredible. And I wanted that experience for young girls. I wanted them to see themselves. I wanted them to see other girls around the world playing sports and so basketball game away street highlights girls from different backgrounds and with unique abilities coming together for a basketball game because that is a basketball that i fell in love with mm-hmm. and when i started playing at 12 years old yes it was a sport but it was my amazing coaches and it was my teammates who became my sisters and and i think it's so important right now for kids to see that there are so many people around the world whose sport is impacting their lives in positive ways and that there is a place for them in sport. And and one of the best things that I hear when kids receive the book is I see myself. It's I, I learned something new. I learned about someone new or I see myself. Yeah. And I think that is just so powerful and, and definitely what I wanted um, from them to take away from the book. Yeah. Representation is, is everything. Uh, you've done Absolutely. so much with, with Wake, your book, and then in 2020, you won the Billie Jean King Leadership Award, and then you recently were named to the Forbes 30 Under 30 Sports List. Firstly, congratulations on all the amazing work you've done. It's, like like I said, it's just, it's so inspiring. Thank you. Um, this work is, comes with an amazing team. We have an amazing team in Guinea, and mm-hmm. people who are passionate about this, and that's what I found early on, and what I usually tell to young founders or anyone who wants to start something is start now, start with what you have and start from a strength-based approach. Everything will fall into place and you'll be connected with, you know, kind of like, you know, Agnes, you'll be connected with who you need to. Um, and, and, you know, stay, stay praying for what you want and, and try to do the right thing because, you know, it will work out in the end. And so I, I those awards just go to, like you said, the power of sport and impacting lives. Sport yeah. is bigger than me. And these are just, you know, microcosms of what it's doing in individuals' lives. But at, on a greater scale, sport is so, so important to our society. Mm-hmm. Do you have, like, a specific memory or story of a girl you coached or worked with that you could see, you know, really grew from their experience with Wake or with sports? Absolutely. Um, there are so many girls to name, but... I would say for for the most part, there is one girl in particular, and every single time that I go back to Guinea, um, her game has developed. She sends me videos. Um, Her confidence is through the roof. She's playing with boys now, and she is just someone who was so shy and timid and and loved the game, would come in the the gym and dribble in the corner, and now playing with boys. That's awesome. Um, and, and, And that comes through, you know, sisterhood and constant support and 
and, and people who you know are cheering you on to develop those skills. So that's something that's amazing. And one thing about sport is you will learn to transfer those skills all all around. You know where that's. Um, in your day-to-day interactions in the classroom, you are now uh, growing in that confidence and taking up space that's necessary. And mm-hmm. so that has that's something that's been beautiful to watch and to watch her flourish. Yeah, I mean, that, that must be so gratifying for you to know, you know, you had a small part in her, you know, confidence and leadership as well. Um, what is what is next for you and Wake? You know, what are you working on now and where do you hope to see Wake in the long term? Absolutely. Wake at the moment, we're working on renovating and building basketball courts in Guinea. We talk about basketball, but then we have to say, what if you don't have access to a basketball court? You know, mm-hmm. you have to get to the core of things. And so right now we're working to create adequate safe spaces for kids to learn, to play, to gather and to grow, which is so, so important. And, you know, it's kind of different because here in the States, everything is like everything is facilitated. But there, there's kids who still gather and still play. And these spaces are really, really important, um, especially for kids to stay out of trouble, um, again, to build community, to learn and to gather. And we hope to hold programming on these courts um, that would, you know, surround after school programming. The weather is amazing. So you can kind of do the outside, which is really, really fun for us um, and helpful as well. But that is one of our biggest projects. And I would definitely urge everyone to check out our crowdfunding campaign that the link is in our bio it's in wake's bio uh to really support and and we love this so much that we want everyone to be able to go to guinea to see these courts being used and to see the lives that are being impacted um through their donations yeah i'll definitely link everything you know when i post it and put it in my bio as well um so we can get some donations in but you know, obviously Wake is a passion project of yours and you mentioned, you know, starting now. What are some key steps or advice you would give people when it comes to making your vision, you know, come to fruition? Yes. I I love this process because I still have so many more visions and I still the process has been the same for me and I'm I'm thankful for that. The first is I always say and again, this is what works for me. Mm-hmm. Um plan it out to perfection. You know, like everyone, it's it's so scary because by the time you're planning something, you're already doubting yourself. Why would you doubt yourself? Plan it out to perfection. What would this look like if it was, if everything went right? What would it feel like? What would it look like? What would it um, be like years from now? So plan it out in entirety if you can. Mm-hmm. Um, the second is, who do you have? Who is in your immediate circle? Form five questions that you feel like can take you to the next step. Five, you had five or 10. What can get me to the next step? What is the next thing that I have to do? Connect with anyone, a sibling, a cousin, a teacher, um, you know, like something. Just connect with them as soon as possible. And then act, right? You mm-hmm. have to act on something where it's making a business plan, posting, creating a social media, creating an email. You have to act because once you act, it's real, yeah. you know? Um, and now that you have someone who, you know, you've asked a question with, maybe they'll follow up and that's your support right there. And you have a clear vision on what you want. So that's the three action steps that I take for anything. Okay, what what would it look like if it went everything more perfectly? Who do I have in my immediate circle that I can connect with? What's the next actionable step that I can take right now? Yeah, those are three really great tangible steps. And uh, I'm sure everyone listening and even me, like, will take that to heart and apply that for whatever we do. Um, you know, I have two more questions for you. I don't want to hold you too long. Um, one of them is just a fun question, but when we open up again, where is your like dream vacation? Oh my goodness. My dream vacation 
It definitely has to be... That's such a great question. I've been thinking about Dubai all the time. But then I've been thinking about, like, um, you know, uh, Maui or something like that. You know, like, just something hot. You know, I don't know. (laughs) But that's great. I I, I definitely should start thinking about that. (laughs) Yeah, it's always nice to have something to look forward to. Um, Okay, and then my last question for today, you know, I ask everyone... Um, who comes on the podcast this I like getting their different answers but what is the most important thing that you think we should be teaching young women today the most important thing that I think we should be teaching young women today is they are valuable in every way I, I think sometimes we talk about it so much nowadays that we think we don't need to anymore but really showing them their skills because learn that a lot of women are empowered, but they, I think it takes us a bit to hone into what our strengths are. And so I would, I would tell young people early, um, you are so valuable and finding creative ways to tap into your strengths and what you like is really important um, because in that space, you'll gain confidence, mm-hmm. um, you gain reassurance in, in who you are and, and a ton of support. Um, but yeah, Definitely. Well, you know, thank you so much again for hopping on and taking the time. I know you're very busy, but, you know, it really means a lot. And I think you shared uh, such amazing uh, piece of advice and all the awesome things you're doing with Wake. So just thank you again. Thank you so much for this platform. I think it's so important to have women on the mic and to amplify voices. And, you know, big, big shout out to you because it is a lot of work. And I'm inspired by you. And I thank you. Um, for allowing me to be on this podcast and to share my story and you know we got to hear yours one day too so thank you so much (laughs) thank you so much that really means a lot